WVOW Local News, now. A Logan County man accused of murdering his mother-in-law will face a grand jury. I'm Faith Bannister. Logan County Magistrate Joe Mendez ruled Friday, October 21st, that probable cause exists to send the case of 22-year-old Zachary Curtis Ball to the grand jury. According to the initial complaint filed in Logan County Magistrate Court, Logan County deputies discovered 42-year-old Lamanda Lynn Green deceased with an apparent gunshot wound to the head the evening of Saturday, October 15th. The shooting occurred at Peck's Mill and witnesses said Ball shot the victim and left on foot. Ball was later discovered in a culvert according to the complaint. Testimony in court alleges Ball was drunk the night in question and the shooting was the result of a dispute about child custody. Ball is charged with first-degree murder. Friday's ruling by Magistrate Mendez was the same day of Mandy Lynn Green's memorial service. Her ashes were interred at the Green Family Cemetery at Big Creek. WVOW Radio is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. The Logan Regional Primary Care and Walk-In Clinic on Airport Road in Chapmanville is accepting new patients. Dr. Mahmoud Hamza is ready to be your primary care physician. A walk-in clinic is also available. You won't have to wait to get the care you need for flu, UTI, sprains, cuts, minor injuries, ear issues, rashes, and more. The Logan Regional Primary Care and Walk-In Clinic on Airport Road open Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Call 304-239-8090. The Logan County Sheriff's Department made arrests on Friday in connection to a recent spree of vandalism. According to a statement from the department, a trio were arrested on felonies of destruction of property and conspiracy. Deputies arrested 22-year-old Griffin Williams and 19-year-old Caitlin Woods, both of Hen Lawson. Police also charged 21-year-old Stephanie R. Nida of Logan. The trio is accused of perpetrating multiple acts of vandalism in Omar, Logan, and Hen Lawson. The three are alleged to have spray-painted swear words and vulgar images on churches, baseball fields, and bowling centers. Moreover, estimated damages to the Hen Lawson Church of Christ are totaled at $3,440. An anonymous tip helped identify the vehicle of interest at the residence of one of the defendants. According to deputies, red paint was observed on the door handle. All accused individuals confessed, according to the police. There is a $10,000 cash-only bond on all three perpetrators. It has just been over a month since a special circumstance review of Logan County Schools began. Just under a week, this Thursday, the public will be hearing the findings of that investigation. This Thursday, the West Virginia Board of Education will meet in a special session to hear the report on the status of Logan County Schools. State Board President Paul Hardesty, a former member and past president of the Logan County Board of Education, said Friday there isn't any more information until the report is delivered later this week. don't know what that report entails at this point in time, but when we hear it, uh, I'm sure the superintendent will have a recommendation to present to the board at that time. Uh, No idea what he's thinking, and uh, I know I'm vague in my comments, but we really don't know much right now until we actually see and hear the report. A team from the State Department of Education's Office of Support and Accountability arrived early the morning of Thursday, September 15th. Inaccurate and spurious comments of a federal raid were quickly dismissed during that morning's episode of WVOW's What's Your Opinion? had a report here, some kind of activity going on down at the Central Board of Education office at uh, West Logan, Aracoma area. 
uh, have not gotten that confirmed. So if anybody in that area right now, if you can. WVOW News obtained the email notice of the team arriving at Logan County Schools Central Office. The email sent from the Department of Education Coordinator Charlene Coburn to Logan County Superintendent Patricia Lucas was dated at 5.59 a.m. the morning of September 15th. The review was at the specific direction of the state superintendent, David Roach, to investigate official complaints submitted to the Department of Education through routine federal programs monitoring, according to the email. A statement from the Department of Education last week said the investigation included a review of documents and interviews of county personnel. State Board of Education members will meet in a special session this Thursday morning at 10 o'clock. Sober living facilities in southern West Virginia are receiving an extra discerning look from the U.S. Attorney's Office. U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of West Virginia, Will Thompson, announced last week his office's health care fraud task force will focus on the operations of at least five sober living residences. Thompson, a former circuit judge in Boone County, said he has worked with many residences during his time on the bench. Moreover, Thompson said wonderful homes have wonderful results, but some of these facilities are operating fraudulently. On Thursday, Thompson appeared on Metro News' talk line with Hoppy Kirschevel. Back when I was a circuit judge, I'd have my probation officers go out and actually visit these facilities and see if they are what they're cracked up to be. And we were starting to find some of them were not. And at that time, my answer was simply, well, we're not going to use these anymore. In my new role, I've got a chance to actually uh, fix some of this. And um, if there is some type of case we can bring against them, we certainly will. Thompson didn't go into details, but essentially some sober living facilities are fraudulent. People are packed into homes with the interest of fraudulently collecting an insurance or government reimbursement. It's kind of scary because we're putting people, they're almost stacking them in rooms in some of these places where it's like crowding them in, where it's a health hazard just by the fact the number of people they've got uh, crammed in these facilities. Uh, and they're not giving them the treatment they need and deserve. Thompson did not disclose the names of the facilities, but he did say his office is looking into more than five residences. The Attorney's Health Care Fraud Task Force utilizes federal, state, and local law enforcement resources to prosecute health care fraud involving public health care programs. Thompson said his office will be pursuing civil and criminal complaints. Southern West Virginia Community and Technical College's second annual indoor community trunk or treat is set for next week on the Logan and Williamson campuses. Last year, thousands of children visited the local college to take part in the festivities. According to Southern's communications director, Bill France, this year's organizers are looking to expand on that success. This year, a cool little twist is the Southern Foundation is going to be selling fresh, homemade, made-on-site apple butter at the conclusion. So as you're leaving, uh, if you want to uh, purchase some apple butter, and the proceeds from that will benefit the Southern Samaritans, which is uh, a group, uh, it's for classified staff in case there's ever an emergency, a house fire, a flood, or whatever, so that they can you know, help those folks out that are on our staff. It's a really good cause. The event will be held in the lobby in Commons area of Building A on the Logan campus and the hallway in Commons area of the Williamson campus on Thursday, October 27th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. A veteran service officer will be at the Veterans Resource Center in Henlawson this week. The VSO is from the Huntington Regional Office and will assist anyone with filing a claim, checking a claim status, or can just answer your questions. 
The VSO will be available between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. at the Hen Lawson Center on Wednesday, October 26th. For more information, contact Donna Decker at 304-752-2110, extension 6. Logan Regional Medical Center is hosting a hiring event this week. You can meet the team at Logan Regional, tour the facility, and interview on-site. This Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. in the second floor OB conference room. Potential applicants are asked to bring a resume. WVOW's own Jay Nunley will be inducted into the West Virginia Broadcasting Hall of Fame this Tuesday. Big Papa Jay was known at Rock 105 for the Big Fat Afternoon Show and, of course, news director and general manager at WVOW. Jay passed away June 16th this year, and he was the pastor of the Logan and Gilbert Presbyterian Churches. He was 52 years old. Over three decades broadcasting, and Jay will be inducted alongside Tony Caridi, Dan Hollis, Keith Bowman, and Jeff Jeffries. The Hall of Fame will be broadcast on Facebook over WOWK's page, beginning at 7 o'clock this Tuesday. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Today, sunshine, so bring your sunglasses. It's warm. We'll be running around 73 to 76. And overnight, we'll fall back down here to a low close to 50, upper 40s to about 50. For Tuesday, again, wow, it's going to be warm, 74 to 78. And then we bring back some showers that will begin to cool it down. We'll have some rain for the first half of Wednesday. A lot of clouds late. Temperature near 63 in the afternoon. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.